So, have you ever asked yourself, you know, when you're hurting, where is God? Why is God seeming to be hiding? Why can't you feel his presence? Well, you know, if you're like most of us, you've done this at least once or twice. Now, would it surprise you to learn that Jesus knew that this was going to happen, that this was indeed an unfair world, and that he even gave us a heads up about it? You know, he told us that we would experience trouble, that we would be hurt, and even that we would come to doubt him because of it all. My name's Charles. Grab yourself some coffee and let's talk. Welcome to the Simple Not Shallow podcast, a podcast that is meant to help you steep in God's love. Well, much like coffee steeps in a very good French press, until your faith is just like that very good cup of coffee. Simple, strong, full of flavor, and richly satisfying. So let the steeping begin. Now, we do know the world is an unfair place. There's no two ways about it. We might wish that this were different, and we might question why it has to be unfair. And we may even try to do things that makes it more equitable, things that will make it less unfair. And that is all very well and good. We do need to try. And yet, all of our wishing and even taking actions to try to do our part to make it fair will never make this world a completely free and trouble-free place. There are just too many variables in play, too many random agents. And yes, I do mean fallen humanity. You know, fallen people, just like you and I. See, this world will simply not be fair as long as we live in it. But, be that as it may, What has that to do with our question? You know, where is God when I am hurting? Well, it has been said that religion is the opiate of the masses. You know, the drug that helps the masses slip quietly along into that long, dark night. But this is not what I find in biblical teaching. See, I find that the Bible shows a way of living that leads us to actively thrive to so far exceed numbly surviving that it is called being a conqueror. But again, how does this relate to our question, where is God? Well, I think it begins with something that Jesus tells us. He says, heads up, folks. In this world, you're going to have problems. They are coming, but take heart. Have courage. For I have overcome the world. So abide in me, remain in me, and you will have peace. Peace that passes your ability to understand it. And you will thrive. Now, granted, that is a slight paraphrase of a couple of different passages all put together. And I will list those in the show notes. And that way you can check me out to make sure that, you know, everything is put together properly, that I'm not taking anything out of context, and thereby changing the meaning, that it all makes sense to go together. And see, I find that this 
has everything to do with our question. What I have just said, all the, all the paraphrases put together, I find that all of it has everything to do with the question. See, and the very first thing that all of that suggests to me is that perhaps we have the wrong question. See, what if Jesus is always there? He's always near, and it is simply that we just don't see him. See, what if the question truly isn't, where is God, but rather, where am I? See, am I so focused on what is happening to me, you know, on my pain, on why this is happening to me, that I have become well, much like Peter walking on the water? See, the first thing this suggests to me is that perhaps we have the wrong question. What if Jesus is always here? He's always near, and it is simply that we just don't see him. See, what if the question truly isn't, where is God, but rather, where am I? Am I, well, so focused on what is happening to me, you know, on my pain, on what is happening, on why this is happening to me, that I become very much like Peter walking on the water? See, what if it is that I am so focused on the storm that is, you know, raging around me, rather than focusing on Jesus, that just like Peter, I start to sink in these waters of misery? See, Jesus is standing right there, right in front of us. If we would but focus on him. See, it was Peter's focus, not Jesus being hidden from him, that led to Peter sinking. See, and what is more? Jesus is actually a friend who stays with us in the midst of it all. See, in John, Jesus even calls us his friends because we know everything that he has taught us. You know, we know what he is about. We know him. Now, here's an interesting thing. This thing about being a friend because we know, it works both ways. Even as Jesus considered us his friends because we knew about him, well, the great story of the Gospels is that he can be our friend because he knows us. He knows about us. He knows what we go through. He knows what it means to hurt, to be slandered, to be laughed at, to even have his reputation dragged through the mud. He can even sympathize with us in our weaknesses as he is tempted, was tempted rather, as we are. He even knows what we feel like when we feel abandoned by God, when God seems to have hidden himself completely. He knows what that feels like. He can fully identify with us in our pain. And what is more, as Jesus does live out everything that he teaches us, and because we are taught to rejoice when others rejoice and to mourn when others mourn, we can truly know that he cries when we cry. He laughs when we laugh. See, he truly rejoices when we rejoice. And he mourns when we mourn. When you feel enchained by circumstances or anything, he suffers as if chained himself. When you are mistreated, he feels that mistreatment as well. And he promises to never leave your side. He will always be right there with you, sharing in your pain and in your delight. For you are his friend, a friend that he promises never to leave. Now, since the Bible has such very powerful statements about God being with us, 
You know, he mentions the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Because of this, even when we cannot perceive him, even when we question where he is, right, we are now forced to face very different questions. The questions being, is God lying to us and is not there? Or is it simply that our perception is mistaken and he is? And another question is this, are we truly being like Peter, who focused on the raging storm instead of the one who is standing in front of him? See, if God is lying to us, we probably want to jump ship right now, don't we? And yet, and yet, if it is our perception that is off, well, we can fix that, can't we? And, you know, perhaps... This is one of the reasons that, you know, as we saw in our last episode, that to love involves the mind, you know, our thoughts and our rationale. See, we are to think things through so that when we don't feel anything, we can still know that Jesus is with us. We can have the certainty of it because of what we know. We don't have to worry about his being hidden, that we can't sense him being there, because we know even so. He is actually there. See, that's the importance of thoughtfully poring over the scriptures night and day, day and night, and on meditating about them and about what we find there. See, as we seek Jesus in scripture, we find him and he brings us peace. Now, see, I think it's, it's well worth noting here that when we are seeking him, we really need to be reading the scripture solely to be finding out about him, to solely meet with him, not to learn more lessons, not to receive more guidance, but to meet Jesus and Jesus alone, to learn about him. See, this is the essence of seeking first the kingdom of God. Seeking the king first, then you are seeking the kingdom. And as we are doing this, everything else will be added to us, the guidance, the lessons, everything, and More importantly, we will then have the peace which surpasses all understanding. Now, you may be asking, yeah, well, if he's such a friend as all that, why doesn't he just fix things and remove the hurt? You know, remove what causes me from getting the skewed perception in the first place. What if, in doing so, he actually causes us more hurt and pain than by allowing us to go through the pain we are experiencing? What if his standing with us through the midst of the pain is much better for us than his simply stopping it? Now, how could that be? How could this happen, that it would be more beneficial? Well, that is a topic for a different episode. It involves much too long an explanation for me to be able to do it justice here. Now, I do go into detail about this in a video that I have on my YouTube channel, and I'll link to that in the show notes. I tell you what. Why don't I do my next episode on this topic? Yeah, I think that's what I'll do. I think, I think next time, that's what we'll discuss. We'll discuss why God allows evil in the world. Pretty profound little thing. But anyway, for now, you now have the answer as to where God is when you are hurting. He is right beside you. He is even indwelling in you with the Holy Spirit. And you know, while the feeling may be missing... You know, you can't sense him in any way. You also now know that this is just your current perception. 
and not the actual fact of the matter. And you now know that the more we act on what we know, the more that the peace that passes our understanding will indeed fill our minds and hearts, that we will truly thrive in this world and not numbly survive. As a side note, there's another interesting dynamic to all of this. See, I find that God makes us aware of His presence in exactly the amount of sensitivity or awareness that we need in order to continue growing in an all-embracing love for Him. This is the importance of remembering that the need to love with our entire being involves our mind as much as the heart. So, love simply, love wisely, and love well. And know that Jesus, your friend, is always with you. Not even our lack of sensing him can drive him away. So focus on knowing him, and he will cause you to thrive, even in the very heart of adversity. Thank you so much for joining me. Now do me a favor, tell me what you think in the comment section for this episode. Simply go to simplenotshallow.com and from the menu bar, select the SNS podcast dropdown, click on the words choose the episode, and then select this episode, which is number 26. And there, you're not only going to find the show notes with the Bible passages that I referenced being listed, you will also see that comment box. And once there, do your thing comment away. And also, please take the time to rate this episode and to subscribe to this podcast through the podcast service of your choice. You know, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, whichever one you prefer. Well, that way you can listen whenever, wherever, however you'd like. Well, you could even take us to your favorite coffee house and we could enjoy a good cup of French pressed coffee together. Sort of. Well, virtually speaking anyway. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll catch up with you then.